0: Are you a client facing online entrepreneur who's ready to feel confident in how to run the behind the scenes of your online business? If you're tired of feeling like you're always flying by the seat of your pants and secretly drowning and wearing all of the hats of your business, then you're in the right place. I know you're ready to get organized, clean up your calendar, and fully step into the CEO that you know you're meant to be. Welcome to the Beyond the Systems Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Wisnett, a systems strategist for client facing businesses. I'm on a mission to help you streamline your business so you can save time, boost your profits, and feel confident about your growth. Are you ready to dive into the power of scalable systems? Then let's jump into this week's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the Beyond the Systems podcast. I am so excited you're here and just really excited to bring this project to life. Finally, it's been something that has been in my mind for a long time. And yeah, it's finally getting out into the world. So I'm your host, Sam Wisnett. And in this episode, I'm really just going to be sharing my story about how I started my online business with literally no experience at all and how I fell in love with the systems world and what I do for clients now with all of these skills. I've been working online since 2019. And since I started working online, I've really dips my toe in a lot of different uh, industries and niches. I worked as a virtual assistant. I worked as a content writer, a content manager, an online business manager, and now as a systems strategist. So originally I am from Oklahoma in the US that is above Texas. If you don't know where that is, it's totally fine. I get that question a lot. Um, I grew up there my whole life I went to university there and I graduated from university in 2019 with a biochemistry degree. And I think something I want to mention growing up in Oklahoma, my family was very, very traditional. I did not know any entrepreneurs around me, like at all. Uh, My mom was a nurse. My dad worked as a project manager in an IT company. Uh, My grandparents, you know, were like teachers, like they worked at their jobs for 30 years or something before they retired. So when I was growing up, I did not have any of this, this world did not exist to me at all, right? I did not have any exposure to marketing, business, entrepreneurship, owning a business. It was not something that I thought was possible for me. Um, but it's kind of funny looking back now because definitely when I was a kid, I was a hustler. (laughs) I loved to make money. Um, and I, I, really was always building my own businesses. I would sell, uh, you know, lemonade and pop at the garage sale every year. So I could make enough money to go buy like a new American doll outfit or something like that. And I would start businesses out of my room. I remember I actually had this computer game software where it was for kids. It was called like biz kids or something like that. And you could make invoices, you can make flyers, you can make business cards. You could do all of these like businessy type things on the game. And then, uh, you know, you could print them out. And I would use this and I would like invoice my parents for doing chores. Like I would do my chores and then I would get paid, you know, $1 or something to clean the bathroom. And then I would like write out my invoice. Okay. You owe me like $3 because um, I cleaned the bathroom and mopped the floor and, you know, XYZ. So, and another thing I did was I loved to start businesses in my room. Um, I would turn my room into a spa. I would turn my room into a movie or like a theater, movie theater. And, you know, just anything I could think of, I I would turn my room into this um, area. And then I would go make my siblings and my cousins pay to get in and hang out with me. I was the oldest child. um, So I definitely had the right to do this. Uh, but yeah, I would go make them all ask their parents for, you know, give them a dollar, charge them each a dollar to come in and hang out with me. So I definitely always had these entrepreneurial traits, especially looking back, um, but it wasn't something that was reflected in my life at all. And so I, when I was a teenager, my family really started struggling financially a lot. And I just really honed in on what is going to make me as much money as possible and be very, very safe. I remember whenever I was about to graduate, all I wanted was security, stability, like financial safety, right? So I was a pretty smart kid. I was good at school, at least good at taking tests, good at learning new things. So I really decided to pursue a science you know, degree. That's why I chose biochemistry. Um, and also because it opened up a lot of doors after I graduated, I could have gone on to medical school or become a physician's assistant or a nutritionist or you know, pretty much anything in the medical or scientific field. And so that was really why I chose that career path was because I knew that I could make a lot of money there. And it was also something that was like very safe and stable. Um, but after I graduated and during my senior year, I just could not get myself to like take the tests, right? I could not get myself to apply for the schools. I could not get myself to take the test. I just wanted to travel. Um, I had done a study abroad during my sophomore year. I absolutely loved it. And I knew after I graduated, I wanted to travel again. I wanted to move abroad. Uh, at the time, one of my roommates was actually also wanting to move abroad. So we planned to move abroad together. Um, she was going to go to school and I was just going to go <laughs> and hang out, I guess, um, and enjoy it. And if you know me, I am an Enneagram 7. I am a Sagittarius sun and moon. So this is not like super surprising. I am someone who just kind of follows the whim of my heart and does whatever I want to do. Um, So I don't think this was super surprising for me or for my family, Uh, but it was really the start of basically entering an entire new world and discovering a world that I had no idea even existed. So in 2019, I moved to Barcelona with my friends. I didn't really have much of a plan, to be honest. Um, I was teaching English online. I had started doing that because, of course, I needed money to live. Like, uh, I was on my own at this point. I did that for a few months. I was doing that about two to three hours a day and I hated it. I, I absolutely hated it. I did not get any sort of fulfillment out of teaching English online to kids whatsoever. Um, it was just not something I enjoy doing at all. Um, I'm not someone who is like very natural with kids, I would say, or yeah, I don't enjoy teaching that much in general. One of my sisters is a kindergarten teacher, and really, like, I, I don't know how she does it. I have the utmost respect for her because it's not a job that I could personally do. But that being said, in that during that time, I was teaching English. I hated it. I was also pretty broke. Still, you don't make a lot of money from teaching English online. It's definitely not a get-rich-quick scheme. Uh, so I was Googling how to make more money online. Um, you know, I had a lot of free time, so I was really just diving into these rabbit holes of, yeah, how to work remotely uh, and just make more money. And what ended up happening was, of course, I stumbled down the rabbit hole of becoming a virtual assistant. I ended up taking a free masterclass, free webinar, and uh, buying a course, just a quick $500 course. I said, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. If all of these other people are doing it, surely I can do it. Um, How hard can it be? You know, plot twist, it was a lot harder than (laughs) I initially thought, but, you know, here we are. So it all turned out okay. I really dove in and really just started learning as much as I could about business and marketing. I had never taken a business class before I had no like formal education in business or marketing. Um, so I was really learning everything from scratch. I was you know taking the course, watching YouTube videos, listening to podcasts. I was working for free. I was doing internships. I was working for very, very cheap once I started to s- decided to start charging and I just took this this time. It was about six to eight months where I was just absorbing as much information as possible. And what ended up happening is, um, in March 2020, I had been dating a guy in Barcelona. He is from the Netherlands. And spoiler, yes, we are still dating now. And we actually live together now in Amsterdam, but we had just started dating at the time and he was living in Barcelona as well. But he had moved back to the Netherlands like a month before March 2020. And I decided to go visit him for a week. I went coincidentally the same week that literally everything closed. I think I arrived and then 48 hours later, every border closed, the entire world just shut down. I mean, we all remember that time during 2020. And I thought at the time I was a bit naive. I was like, oh, it will be fine. I'll stay here for two weeks, um, maybe a month tops and whatever, like then I'll go back to Spain. um, And then maybe I might move back to the US. Like I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Well, I ended up getting stuck there for about three months. At this time, I... Decided to not teach English while I was in the Netherlands. So I had just given that up. Um, and I had been doing some one-off projects here and there as a virtual assistant. But at the beginning of this was really when I landed my first long-term client, like, you know, on a regular basis, we're doing work every day, every week. I was working about, you know, 20 to 30 hours a month for her. Uh, at $20 an hour so still very very small but it was something and it was my first big win as a virtual assistant right it was the first thing that said oh like people actually I can do this like people will pay me for this and like I can learn these skills and you know make a living out of this and then those three months because I was just in the Netherlands we just were you know my partner at this partner did also not have a job at the time so all we did was work we just you know dove into courses and we had so much time. And so that was when I really started to grow my business. Um, my business really took off during that time. I think I started March, 2020 with, you know, making $400 a month. And by June, 2020, which was when I went back to the States, I was making over $3,000 a month with retainers. I was completely like booked out as a virtual assistant. So very fast growth because I was just very, very focused and what i ended up going back to the states with this income with this business that i had built and i still wasn't 100% sold on it i'll be honest i was still like oh i don't know maybe i'll go back to school or it's, you know it just kind of depends what's going to happen when when i go back to the states um but i just stuck with it and i kept working with my clients i kept getting new clients i started training to be an obm so i could you know make more money and just have more of a strategic role in the businesses and yeah, throughout 2020, it was a lot of ups and downs, of course, but I stuck with growing the business. And in 2021 was when I really started to transition into OBM roles. I was working as a content writer. I was also working as a content manager at the time, also as a virtual assistant, I was doing a lot of different things. Um, and so I really needed to kind of condense it all into one area. So in 2021, I fully started to step into the OBM roles, applying for the OBM jobs and taking on only OBM online business manager clients at that time. So that was in my transition really happened into the more strategic role of the business. And at that point, I had so much experience working in so many different areas of businesses that I felt like it was a really good transition for me to make. And then in 2022 was when I would say my business really took off, um, I hit my first 10K month pretty early on in 2022. I hit six figures in 2022, um, which is just a huge goal for me. Obviously, I think it's a huge goal for any business owner. But yeah, I was very, very proud and excited. And there was just a lot of momentum in my business at the time. At the end of 2022 was also when I moved to Amsterdam. So I had been living in the States um, for about two years. Without my boyfriend, and then at the end of 2022, I moved to Amsterdam with him, uh, so we could be together. And especially that I had this business was, you know, it made that possible, right? There there was so much freedom coming from my business. And then 2023 hits, and I think we all had very unexpected 2023s. Uh, The first half of 2023 was a very, very chaotic first half of the year for me personally. I there was a lot changing in my clients' world one of my longest term clients and I stopped working together. Um, I completely just kind of broke apart my business. Like I, I didn't like it anymore. I didn't really like what I was doing anymore. Um, I still loved my clients of course, but I knew that I could not continue doing business the way that I had been doing it. Um, in 2022, because while I was making really great money, I was also very busy. I was also, starting to be on the, it was not sustainable, right? Like I was starting to get on that brink of burnout. And when in 2023, I was also integrating into a new country. There was so many other things, you know, going on that, that, that suddenly my business was not sustainable anymore with everything else that was going on in my life. So halfway through 2023, I decided to pivot away from being an online business manager. So when I was an online business manager, I had one-on-one retainers. I worked very closely with my clients on a day-to-day basis. Um, when I pivoted into just more done for you systems setups and created a little systems boutique agency where now we were, we were not doing one-on-one retainers for a longer term, right? We're doing more shorter term projects. We're going into a business. We're overhauling the back end, We're setting up the systems that they need. We're training the team or we're hiring someone else to come in and work on a day-to-day basis. So yeah, that last year was really when I pivoted into what I'm doing now. And that is still what I'm doing now. So it almost feels like it's still a bit of a new, a new business, right? A new baby business. Um, even though it is like the accumulation of everything that I have done um in the past. So now our main focus here at Systems is Systems with Sam is building out these foundational systems for your business. And I will say during my time, especially my time as an online business manager. I've really helped my clients do some amazing things. And that's one of my favorite things, especially the past two years of being in a more strategic role is feeling like I have much more of an impact on these businesses. Um, I've helped clients scale from $20,000 a month to $100,000 a month. I've helped clients have you know $250,000 launches uh, in two weeks, which is, which is just insane if you think about it, right? I've helped clients hire and grow their teams. I've hired so many people. I've trained so many people, I've gotten to meet so many people from all around the world. I've been able to be a coach in some of my clients' masterminds and gotten to really connect with their clients and really be inside of a community, which I absolutely loved. I've helped my clients triple their one-on-one capacity. So this impact that I've really seen myself be able to have, I can really kind of all attribute that back to the systems that allow this type of growth to happen. Right. And that was really what I realized last year was I, I loved the systems part. And the funny thing is I, I actually didn't even really like systems or consider myself interested in systems until, you know, probably two years into my business. They intimidated me a lot. Um, but anyway, it's just, I have grown to really enjoy that. I love efficiency. Um, I think my main magic is really in this big picture problem solving for my clients. So I really help my clients with the how part of scaling their business when they have an idea, you know, how are we going to bring that idea into the world and how are we going to make it as easy as possible for them to grow, right? Whatever goals they have, the business has to be able to hold and sustain that amount of, you know, clients, money, team members, whatever it is that it needs, it has to be able to hold and sustain that. And you as a CEO, as just yourself, it's not possible to do it all alone, right? And that's where systems and processes really come in and make such a difference um, in the way you can show up for your business. So when I work with clients, I mainly focus on the foundational pieces of the business, which are typically your content processes, your client experience, and your team processes. We'll dive into those three systems deeper in another episode. But the main thing I really want to point out here is that there will always be some sort of chaos in your business, right? There can be all the promises of like the easy business, the business you can only work one hour a week from and, you know, whatever in the online space. There's so many promises with businesses, with online businesses. And I think, you know, there will always be a little bit of chaos like that where my goal is not to eliminate All the chaos and for your business to be, you know, so, so easy that nothing ever happens because chaos is entrepreneurship, right? We are entrepreneurs. We're literally half the time we're creating our own chaos in the business. Like, let's be honest. But when you have the foundational part of your business really, really solid and streamlined, it makes it so much easier to handle the chaos. If something unexpected happens, which it will at some point, then whenever you already have the system set up in the foundational part of like the day-to-day stuff that's going on in your business, it makes it so much easier to deal with the unexpected things and to dedicate time and energy into solving problems. Whereas if you are already a mess in the foundations, if you're already a mess in your content processes and your client experiences, just, you know, you're drowning in all of the admin work and your team, you're like, I can't even deal with my team today, head down, I'm ignoring you all. If that's how your day to day is. If something unexpected pops up, well, then it's the end of the world, right? It's like the cherry on top of the already melting Sunday. and it's it's going to really hurt you more in the long run. Of course, if you are new to the idea of systems and you're kind of wondering like what systems I mean, what systems I'm talking about, and you know just how how much these systems really do impact your business on a day to day, we will be diving more into that in the next episode. So definitely click over to there once you're finished. But again, thank you so much for listening. I love just sharing my story and I would love to know if you relate to anything about my story or if anything is resonating with you, especially now that you know a little bit more about me. Otherwise, I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond the Systems Podcast. I hope that this episode has given you insight into the impact systems can have on your business so you can scale to the next level. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show and share it with others. Your review will help us spread the word about the power of systems. Thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next episode.